welcome to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host, Yara Rose, also known as Katie Mosier, from the YaraRose.com website. That is Y-A-R-A-R-O-S-E.com. Today, I would like to talk about the topic of success. Success means a lot of things to a lot of different people. And to be completely honest with you, it's still not one of my favorite words because with the context that I grew up, it seems like success was always along with the lines of failure. So it was either succeed or you fail. Like those are your two options. Or you can create your third option of not even trying, which when faced with the option of succeeding or failing, that means you either win or you lose. So if you choose the third option of not even participating, then you're safe automatically because there's no chance you can lose then. There's no chance you can fail. And failure was always like the worst thing that possibly could happen in my mindset. And I'm still working to clear that because I realize now that failing is not the worst thing that can happen. I realize now that not living your life to the fullest is worse because at the end of your life, I don't want to be the person that said, well, at least I'm safe. I want to be the person that said, I tried. And because of my trying, I learned a lot. And I failed sometimes, but in failure, I learned even more. And I learned resiliency and I got to experience so many things that had I not tried, I never would have experienced. And that's the kind of life that I'm striving to live now. But there's still a lot of belief systems that I have that I'm still working towards healing surrounding the subject of success and failure. This topic is so vast. I am trying to figure out the best way to put all the puzzle pieces together that Spirit has blessed me with in the last couple of months regarding it. There's so many different aspects to it that I'm hoping that they can help me do a good job portraying this concept to you. I think I want to start with the definition. What is success? The Oxford Dictionary's definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose such as there is a thin line between success and failure. Two, the attainment of fame, wealth, or social status, such as her success was owed more to hard work than to luck. Or three, a person or thing that achieves desired aims or attains fame, wealth, etc., such as overall the fair was a great success. And then I took it one step further. I looked up a couple of success quotes, and there are so many different success quotes out there. There's no way I could even think about grabbing them all. I did choose a couple to share with you today that showed a variety of different perceptions about how people view success. Success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles in which they have overcome. Booker T. Washington. Success consists of getting up one more time than you fall. Owen Goldsmith. What's money? A man is a success if he gets up in the morning and goes to bed at night and in between does what he wants to do. Bob Dylan. To know one life has breathed easier because you have lived. This is to have been successful. Bessie Anderson Stanley. What is success? Success is is many things to many different people. I have told you the definition. I have told you a couple of different perspectives. But when I really thought about what the purpose of this particular podcast episode was, I felt like it was in asking you the question of what success is to you. So that way you can clarify what success looks like for you. Because as you've seen, success is many different things to many different people. And the important part for you is to know what it is for you and to know what it looks like for you. So that way, when you've achieved success, you understand that you've done it. I think this is really an important concept to understand because there's things like 
imposter syndrome. What is imposter syndrome? According to WebMD, if you tend to doubt your own skills and accomplishments, despite what others think, you may have imposter syndrome. It's not an actual mental health condition, but this term, also known as imposter phenomenon, fraud syndrome, or imposter experience, describes someone who feels they aren't as capable as others think and fears they'll be exposed as a fraud. You may have imposter syndrome if you believe you've fooled others into thinking you are more skilled than you are, or you credit your successes to luck, charm, networking, others' misjudgment of you, or other things besides your own ability. According to this article on WebMD, you can break out of imposter syndrome by learning to accept your achievements and recognizing that you are worthy of them. Imposter syndrome is one example of why I feel that knowing what success looks like for your achievement before it happens is so important. If you are clear and honest with yourself about what success looks like to you before it happens, then when you have achieved it, I feel like you will be more likely to recognize yourself, your, your success for the personal achievement that it is versus doubting that you deserved it or that you got it through false intentions or gain. I feel like the subject of success in itself is hard to discuss because it's always changing based on the individual person and based on society. It's a moving target. For example, say that your goal and your definition of success was becoming a A-list actor and you had the, the performance of the lifetime and it really reached crowds and it elevated your status so quickly. If you only did that once, would that be success to you? Would it be a success for you to have achieved that movie, achieved that level of fame? Or would you have to continue to create better and better movies that resonate more and more to, to create the level of fame and the notoriety that comes with that? Which level is success? Where is it? If you do one successful movie, one movie that blows the world away and people can't stop talking about it, is that success? And is that the success of the lifetime? Is that all you're looking for? Or are you looking for growth from there to be always the top of your game? That's why success to me is so difficult. It's so difficult to talk about and it's so difficult to really grasp. And I can see why people get lost and caught up in the pursuit of success because they buy into, if I just get this job, then I'll have this salary and then I'll be able to buy all of this and I'll have all of these things and that's success. That's the dream. I want that. And then you get it and then there's always more. If I don't, if I don't keep getting it, then I won't keep getting more things. The more things I have, the more prestigious it is, right? I don't even know what to say. It just seems to me like success is so convoluted in some ways. And I don't know if that's just my own personal perceptions or if that's just how it really is in society. We've been talking a lot about establishing who you are as a person, who you are deep down truly your authentic self, finding that. And I've also talked about opening up to experiencing life with your non-physical friends. And to me, these two core subjects that we've talked about are what help me to understand what personal success is for me and what my goals are and how to achieve it and how to know when I have achieved it. So that way I don't suffer from imposter syndrome, which I will be honest, sometimes I still do. Sometimes I still think, why would anyone care what I have to say? Why would anyone care what I think about that? And then I'm reminded that 
that's exactly where that self-doubt comes in as well. And that's, that makes this concept of knowing who you truly are and knowing about your community that will give you amazing signs and symbols to help you understand that you are on the right track, that what you're doing is, is the right thing for you and for your contribution to this world. That's why it's so imperative for me to have talked about all these other subjects before even trying to tackle the subject of what is success. And what does success look like for you? And I'm doing this topic specifically after we talked about legacy and after we've talked about how to deal with expectations and self-doubt because expectations and self-doubt also lead into what does success look like and how am I going to feel when I have achieved success? I think a lot of people in life feel like once they achieve whatever level of success is to them, that their self-doubt is just going to be eliminated because they have this proof. Hey, I made it. Look at this. But what they don't realize is there still is going to be self-doubt when they have that achievement. And there's still going to be that voice within them that's saying, did you really though? Did you really earn this? Are you really worthy of this? That's not just going to go away because you won an Oscar. That's why it's so important to be in touch with who you are, to know who you are regardless In 2022, we lost Bob Saget, who was an American comedian, and he he was a successful actor that participated in an ABC sitcom, Full House, as the father that we all loved, Danny Tanner. He was also the host of Funniest Home Videos, so he was very popular and well-known throughout the United States. And I found it very interesting because I was a big follower of Full House. It was right up my alley during the time period that I was growing up. And when I had saw that he had passed away, I happened to be searching Netflix one day and I found this tribute show called Dirty Daddy, the Bob Saget Tribute. And I decided to watch it. And in it, I found this really interesting part where this other fellow comedian, Mike Young, who had opened for Bob Saget in some comedy shows that they had recently done, he came on this this tribute and he was speaking about Bob Saget. And he said, in Bob's mind, he was still this boy from Philly who wasn't quite good enough and had to always hustle to get those last tickets sold. He would get up on all the morning shows and do press to try to sell every single ticket. He wasn't seeing himself how everyone else was seeing him until he'd get done with the show and say, did you see that? I killed that shit. And Mike would be like, yeah, Bob, you are Bob Saget. Why did you drive me crazy for the last two days thinking you weren't going to sell tickets the show is always sold out and to me that hit me because it's like this is Bob Saget most Americans in my generation know who Bob Saget is and here he was still hustling every single day to try to sell his shows to try to prove himself and the moment of hearing that it made me think of how important it is to understand who you are and what success looks like to you and how much you've accomplished. Because if someone like Bob Saget and at Bob Saget's level is still hustling every single second of every single day to prove himself, then I wonder, when are you done? When are you done trying to succeed? When do you know that you have it? And it's so complicated to understand because because it's such a moving target. Like we talked about before with that A-list actor, what, what is enough? When when is it enough? When are you stopping this wheel of trying to be successful? At what point are you successful? There are many layers to success too. For instance, say that I was really good at 
football and I was at the high school level and at the high school level we wanted to get to the championship and we got to the championship and then I wanted to get recruited maybe that was that would my ideal of success maybe I wanted to get recruited and then when I got recruited then I wanted to be a starter and then when I was a starter I wanted to be drafted to the NFL and then when I was drafted to the NFL I wanted to be one of the highest paid NFL players and it just keeps going up and it keeps going up and it keeps going up so to me I think that the reason I was prompted to bring up this subject of of success is because we are all trying to achieve some level of a success. And the important part for us to know is who we are throughout the journey and what we're trying to do and always being mindful of celebrating the achievements that we have. And I think, honestly, the core with all of this is just to be true to yourself and honor yourself and stay true to that core. Because I know firsthand how good it feels to get a lot of praise, right? I mean, I think we can all imagine some point in our life where We had a big group of people around us that were telling us what a great job we did. And that part of success feels so wonderful. And it's almost like a drug because once you feel it, you're like, oh man, that that felt really good. I want to feel that again. And I feel like people can get caught up in that feeling and wanting to feel that feeling again, that they start to lose who they truly are. And they start to lose what the purpose of them doing it for was to begin with. And that's where things just get uneasy and messy for you. And then when things turn and you can't quite be the way that you were when you had all those people around you and they leave, it can be devastating if you've gotten so used to having that crowd around you cheering you on and now all of a sudden they're gone. That's why it's so important for you to be authentic to who you are every time, all the time. So that way, Regardless of whether there's a crowd around you or no one around you, you still feel good inside because you've always been your biggest cheerleader. You've always had your non-physical friends and the signs that they give you supporting you along this journey of ups and downs and roller coaster rides of twists and turns. Because sometimes you're going to try something and you're not going to succeed right away and you are going to fail and you're going to have to figure out how to deal with that and how to persevere through that. And maybe try a different way. And you don't want to have to rely on other people to pick you back up. Because there might not be anybody else there. It might just be you and your non-physical friends. So being confident in who you are and what you believe in is so important. In past episodes, we've talked about how as human beings, we all struggle with life a little bit. We all struggle with believing in ourselves. And we've also talked about how not caring so much about what other people believe in us is important because we can't please every single person that looks at us. And I feel like sometimes people maybe get used to having other people's approval and having them believe in them. And as we talked about, it's wonderful. It's very wonderful when other people believe in you. It really is. But we're all fickle and we all change and we all have our own stuff going on. And you can't rely on a specific someone always being your support system because they're not always going to be there. Not physically anyways. No one lives forever. And it's really unhealthy to base your beliefs about yourself and your value about yourself on other people's opinions of you. It's so much more important for you to find value in yourself and belief in yourself because it starts with you. 
And as you believe in yourself, you'll attract other people that believe in you. And that's wonderful and great. But as long as you believe in yourself, you always have that. You always have that. And I truly believe that sometimes the non-physical, if, if you get in a vibration where you're you're questioning yourself, you're not quite understanding how something's going to work. They'll send what I call earth angels, which sometimes are just other people that are following their own nudges. And they'll somehow give you validation that what you're doing is good. Maybe it's just looking at you and seeing you smile and they're like, oh, that was a really nice smile or something. It can be something like that. Or maybe you've presented a flyer for something that you're going to do and they're like, wow, this is a really good idea. And they give you that validation that way. But relying on one specific person all the time to show up for you is risky. Speaking of spirit sending earth angels to validate your feelings, I had some of the most incredible experiences this Christmas season. I love spirit. They send me the most amazing pictures and puzzle pieces to put together for these podcasts. And I truly enjoy witnessing what they send me and how it all falls together. So we went to three different places for Christmases this year. And at each place, I heard a story about how someone took it upon themselves to say some kind words or do an action that really validated another person and how amazing that was for them. So I want to share the three stories here because I feel like it has multiple purposes. It shows you how spirit is able to use regular everyday human beings like you and I to help validate another human being that's looking for validation from them. So that way you'll know next time that you get a nudge that, hey, I can make a huge difference too. And also when someone gives you that validation back, you'd be like, oh, wow, thanks. This is awesome. And you can play both parts at different points in your life. And it's fun and it's amazing on both sides. So the first story I heard was about a high school bus driver and how he would haul this troubled kid back and forth to school every day. And he just noticed that this kid didn't seem to have a lot of support in his life. And he was always in trouble. And it just didn't seem like he was gonna go down the right track. He wasn't, it didn't seem like he was gonna have a very good life from what this person witnessed. And they decided that they were gonna start telling this kid every day that he needed to keep his head up and he was going to be okay and he was going to make it and he was going to get through this time. Several years later, this kid as an adult randomly ran into this bus driver who was eating out with his wife at a restaurant and they caught up a little bit. And when the bus driver went to leave the restaurant and pay his bill, the waitress said his tab had already been covered and she gave him a note that said, thank you so much for believing in me. You were the only one that ever believed in me and I really appreciate it. This is on me. It was from the adult version of that child that he helped when he was younger. Just simple things like that can make the biggest difference in someone's life and you just don't know what kind of an impact you're having. The second story that I heard was about a company that had an employee that they were really struggling with. The employee was exhibiting very destructive behaviors and ruining a lot of things and missing deadlines and just being a pretty terrible employee. And one of his coworkers heard about the trouble that this employee was causing this company, and he decided to take it upon himself to reach out to this fellow employee and ask him how he's doing and, and what's going on in his life and just being a supportive human being, genuinely trying to reach out and see if there's any way or anything that they can do to help them. And 
by doing that, this employee completely did a 180. He's a completely different person. He's changed. He even looks different. And the company couldn't believe the change that they saw in this employee. It was truly a Christmas miracle. And the last story that I was privileged to actually witness with my own eyes was seeing a grandmother take advice from her granddaughter about giving a specific gift to someone. And when that gift was given, that granddaughter was so astonished and in disbelief that her grandmother took her opinion so highly that she would go ahead and do it. And it was just so awesome to see how these normal human beings just doing what they felt was right or following advice that they had been given in this last case made such a huge impact on other people by validating their worth as a human being. I feel so honored and blessed that Spirit allowed me to hear about these so that I was able to share them with you for you to understand how amazing and simple these type of validations work, but how powerful they can be when you choose to partake. I also had another story that I wanted to share with you that isn't about how spirit sends these earth angels to help validate certain things, but more about how the power of believing in yourself can make such a profound difference. On December 17th, 2022, a couple of my family members attended the Vikings versus the Colts NFL football game. And the score at halftime was zero Vikings, 33 Colts. And this had been a birthday gift from my dad from one of my sisters. And she apologized to him about what a terrible birthday gift it was because it was a really brutal first half. And they noticed that a lot of people were leaving and had even debated about it themselves, whether it was worth staying and and watching the second half of the game. And ultimately decided that you never know and they were already there and they had purchased it so they might as well stay and see what happens and right before second half started my dad said you never know they could come back and win they could be setting themselves up for the biggest comeback ever and they did they came back out there and they won and they set another new NFL record of the biggest comeback in an NFL game in history. And the reason that I share this with you is because a lot of people gave up on those Vikings that day. They figured there was no way that they could come back and win that game. Some even left the stadium. But if each of those individual Vikings players felt that they couldn't achieve that win that day, they couldn't have done it. Each one of them had to believe in themselves, that they could still do this, that they were still in this, and that they still had within them the power to persevere and pull a win out at this game. And if the staff didn't believe in it and the coach didn't believe in it, it wouldn't have happened. But because they did believe in it and because they knew that it was still possible for them to put their best faces forward and do the best that they could They came out victorious. And I wanted to share this story because my dad said that that second half of the game was so inspiring and it was such a spiritual experience for him. He said you could just feel the energy in the crowd. They had to scream louder because there was less people make a difference in that game and you could just feel the momentum and you could just feel it. He said it was the most amazing atmosphere ever to be able to take part in. And I wanted to share this experience with you because it shows to me that when you believe in yourself, anything is possible. 
and that there are going to be those people that believe in you too and that's wonderful and there's going to be those that did believe in you and lose faith easily but they don't have as much invested in things as you do and that's okay too as long as you believe in yourself you can accomplish anything you set your mind to and even when your back's against the wall and it doesn't appear like there's any possible way that you can achieve whatever it is you've set out to do don't let your faith go don't waver in your belief in yourself because that's the important thing and that's what's going to get you through and that's what's going to get you the win i've shared with you guys before how much i love brene brown and her research on vulnerability and she always says to paint done for you paint done what does done look like? And she employs this technique so that way every member of the team knows exactly what to expect the completed project will look like. So for example, say a couple just got married and they decided that they were going to split their thank you notes in half and say they didn't communicate about what done looked like. And the wife does all her half. She gets um written, addresses them, stamps them, mails them, and that's her consideration of done. Then let's say that the husband's idea of done is to write out all of the thank you notes and then leave them in a pile because he thought that all he was supposed to do was write the thank you for coming and all of that and then that was it. And they thought that together they were going to do the rest. Well, that leads to conflict because the wife gets frustrated that he didn't finish or his end of the deal and he gets frustrated because he didn't realize that he hadn't finished it. And that's why Brene Brown always says, paint done. What does done look like? So then there's no miscommunications and there's no frustration at the end. And I'm asking you today to paint success for you. What does your success look like with this particular goal, with this particular achievement? If your next version of success is to become the corporate leader at your office, what does that look like? Does it look like you have a timeline? Do you have to be a corporate leader in the office in the next five years? Do you have to apply for that? Does it have to be the corporate leader in the same exact business that you're in? Or can you be flexible about that? And be somewhat open about it. I wouldn't paint too many expectations. I wouldn't get so detailed that you lock yourself into a certain set of parameters because as we know from previous podcast episodes about expectations sometimes that can put more pressure on us than we really want to and it can prohibit us from really enjoying the experience as it unravels in front of us and then just let that go let the pressure go let the worry go and just keep doing one step at a time as you try to achieve whatever it is that you're trying to achieve and then remember to celebrate it when you achieve that when your picture's completed and you met your goal. Celebrate that win before moving on to the next one. As always, I thank you so much for spending your time with me and I wish you the most love, light, and inspiration. With all of my love, Yara Rose.